Grab your fork and grab your knife Morning, afternoon and night Mama's recipe and mine We're about to have a good time Hey sis, eat this Hey sis, eat this Woohoo! Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Or should I say, hey, little idiot? <laughs> well, you should say ciao, little idiot, because oh, I am right. currently in Italia. I hate you. I know. Just kidding. I'm jealous. In my absence, we've actually put together a little compilation series, some hilarious tales from our guests that recall some of their not so finest teenage moments. Well, being that I'm on the precipice of having teenage daughters, I'm only two years away from the girls being the age where I started acting like a real teenage idiot. Um, <laughs> this episode scares the shit out of me. <laughs> it's a frightening episode for me. I know. I'm, I'm scared for you, frankly. You're going to have to help me. Help me through the teen years, Wit. I will. I definitely we gotta will. We got to guide them to be better than we were. Oh, God, yes. We've interviewed so many idiots over the past <laughs> year that we had to make this a two-parter. So if these stories bring up anything for you, please call our hotline at 866-443-9747 and share with us because we want to hear more teenage idiot stories. They're, I might be scared, but they're funny. They really are. Let's get into it. Court, I think that the Nolan brothers from episode two provided us with so much content that they'll probably make a cameo in every compilation we ever make. They don't disappoint when it comes to parties either. Nope. So clearly there were some epic parties that happened at your house growing up. Any any of note? Oh, yeah. They went to. Uh, well, this is Andy went. Andy went on this trip with them because you were small to California. Yeah, when you guys were in Vegas, when you were watching, uh, when you were watching porn in Vegas. <laughs> Who doesn't watch porn in Vegas? <laughs> I learned about it at, live or on video. <laughs> Everything. Had, they were gone for my parents were gone for fourteen days, and we had twelve parties at our house. We had parties okay, you and your older brother. Stop for a moment. Yeah. How old were you? And where they left you alone for I was a that junior long. in high school. They were my brother. My older brother was a senior in high school. And they left you alone for 14 days. Well, yeah, we were old enough to be responsible. Wow. Yeah, let alone normal teenagers. But I think we had a party every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. So. And and you and we lived across the street from the sheriff. <laughs> or what was the. I don't know what he is. The police chief. Somebody in law, for, of, law, of enforcement. Our town. law enforcement. Did yeah. he turn a blind eye or did you get in trouble? Oh, he, we he, never got in trouble from him. Uh uh-uh. uh. We just, the only thing was, the only thing that I was worried about after the parties was my parents had put brand new carpet in and a girl at a, at the party. I mean, this is Minnesota. So, I mean, there's girls smoking cigars. And. <laughs> <laughs> No dig on girls in Minnesota smoking cigars. It's all right. Um, Ash fell right on the brand new carpet and burned like a quarter size. No, it was maybe like a nickel size 
burn right through the middle of the brand new garden. Oh. Did you discover this at the time or after the fact? After the party. Are you being Ooh. serious that she was really smoking a cigar, not a cigarette? Yeah, cigar. Wow. Minnesota yeah. girls are they're intense. Me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're they're hockey tough. Yeah. <laughs> they're built to survive. Like yeah. Them. Yeah. So then what happened? So I mean, we're all cleaning up probably. And we couldn't figure out how to, I mean, how to fix it. It's in the middle of the and carpet. We What color is the carpet? Tan. Okay. <laughs> it's so we I we found a remnant. It was actually it was in the bathroom. It was a remnant that they'd put an extra piece of the carpet for and we cut a little piece out of it and we couldn't figure out how to glue it into the spot. Oh my God. So I remember I'm looking and I'm like, we don't have any glue. We have nothing. And somebody next to me is chewing gum. And I'm like, I need that. No, <laughs> no. I need that right here. And we put the, we put the gum down on it and turned it so that the nap was the right way. And it, oh and my gosh. it stuck there. But every single time I saw her run with the vacuum cleaner, <laughs> you were just waiting for I it. was like, holy shit, I'm going to suck that up and be like, oh God, I don't know what, how did that what happen? kind of carpet is that? Mom, that vacuum cleaner is way too powerful. <laughs> it's like bubblicious coming up yeah. from the back. And it stayed, and it stayed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you ever tell her about it? No. She's going to know now. No. Helen. Oh, that's amazing. There's a lot of things that she doesn't know. I got up the nerve to throw one party in high school, and one of the neighbors called, and there was... 30 cars parked out front. This is um, in a townhouse, which is a great place to throw a party because everyone's connected. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I threw a party and my mom found a beer can that was like twice the size in the freezer <laughs> that someone had shoved in there. There was a one foot hole in the wall at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> and I had to like reenact did you reenact how i reenacted a fall down the stairs <laughs> no and realized that the hole was too high so i was like then i hit this bump and i <laughs> like an idiot and i told her that someone peer pressured me into <laughs> taking a beer at school and i didn't know what to do with it so i threw it in the freezer when i got home <laughs> And then and she totally bought it. And I think the excuse for the 30 cars was that it was in the summer. So I said that they had a parking ordinance in the <laughs> neighborhood next to us. And a girl that I went to school with lived over there. And so she asked if everyone could park the cars in front of in front of our house. And I said, yeah, sure. Oh, my. So gosh. by the end of it, I was like a saint. Right. Yeah, you because were nice I was helping guy. people. Yeah. And right. dad was in the background just going, You're full of shit. Oh, yeah. Right. Frozen we all had those lines. Did you get in Idiot. trouble? No. I don't, but I don't think we got in trouble for anything. <laughs> the thing about mom is like, she always thought the best of us. Yeah. You, know? you could tell her anything. Oh, she's right. gullible. Yeah. She just thought that we could do no wrong or say, maybe she just hoped. Right. You know? Yeah. You were her she boys. Maybe turned a blind. Maybe she like knew all the time. I broke I the back so. of my mom's Suburban shoving two kegs in the back and it like completely, <laughs> um, completely the third row. took the third row off the rails and they were in Hawaii and I was throwing a party and my, I had some guy friends coming there shoving the kegs in the back of the Suburban. My parents come home and they're like, what happened? And 
There's a keg sticking out of their car. I, there and you was, the keg it. was gone. That keg was tapped. Um, but I don't oh. even know what I told them. I mean, I might have actually even told them the truth at that point because I was a senior and they knew I was just. You'd already gotten mess. You like, yeah. probably already gotten into here. USC. Oh, and, and I like, think I we care. spilled the Jello shots all over the oh, back yeah. too. It was all sticky. Yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> and and yeah, and didn't clean them up. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because why would I? You know, right yeah. after college soon. Yeah, I was a total idiot in high school. Um, I mentioned that earlier, but so were you. <laughs> I sure was. And one of my biggest teenage idiot moments involved one of my besties still to this day, Lindsay from episode eight. And my favorite part about this little story is her brothers, Jason and Colin, their reactions to our little idiot moments, but also what their parents did. Yeah. And it's not only their family that it's like a funny story, but this is like epic in our family too. This is one oh, that yeah. goes down in the history books of, of idiotness. Oh, yes. When Lindsay and I were freshmen in high school, uh, we were going to go to the Sadie Hawkins dance, uh-huh. which is the girls ask the guys dance. And I was dating Brian and you were with Taylor. I had somehow convinced my girlfriend's older sister to buy us all alcohol. And I had it at my house and I put it in a duffel bag and I like wrapped it all individually up. And my dad goes out to, you know, take me to the car and he's like, give me your bag. I'll carry it. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell is in this? Yeah, right. And I'm like, shoes. Um, everybody needed uh, shoes for yeah. the dance because of the heels. And he's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> Why you're so, carrying like everybody's shoes. When yeah, they, that's yeah. an odd As thing. So he, no one else is so with he you puts except it in you. the back of our red suburban. We get out at Lindsay's and I'm like, go in there. And I'm like, oh my God, I think my parents know. I think they know I've got the alcohol. So meanwhile, my dad's like, Whitney's bag's real heavy. And my mom's like, well, what's in it? And she's like, he's like, I don't know. It's her privacy. And she's like, fuck that. And they get in the back and they like unzip the bag and start just rolling out the oh Zimas oh, no. and, the bars, and the wine oh, coolers milk. and the boons and like all of it. And so they, Lindsay gets in the car and we go to pick up the next date and anytime we turn a corner, it's like, clink, 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 clink. Well, didn't so dad rev the engine and turn really oh, fast? Oh, I'm sure he did. So he's pulled it all out of the bag at this point. Oh, yeah. Rolling around oh, it is the car. rolling around in the all back. Here is the is the wine awesome. coolers. And we are like, oh. That is awesome. <laughs> and then they drop us off at Macaroni Grill for dinner. And my dad's like, here's your bag, honey. See you for church at 830 in the morning. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so then we go to Amber's for the after party. And Brian gets so drunk, like beyond drunk. And Randall, y'all's dad, comes yeah. to pick us up. Was your mom in the car too? No, I don't think so. Just your dad. Yeah. yeah. And so he comes to pick us <laughs> up. We're, we're in the back. I'm with Brian. And he just starts vomiting oh, in the car oh yes oh yes yep right behind dad right behind the driver's <laughs> yeah oh, right behind gosh. and he is and i'm like oh god oh god uh, yeah and just puking everywhere and on the floorboard and so we get home and i remember your dad like goes and gets the hose yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hosing out the vomit of the car <laughs> Oh my! What is such a clear indication of 
how the youngest was treated versus oh. previous generations because well and probably boys I would have versus had that girls. Hose. Oh yeah. right, right, right. Uh, right. You know, oh, it, for maybe, sure. You know, maybe it was a daughter versus a son or it was yes. a no, child versus both, the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but but my question is why wouldn't dad mom and dad confiscate the wine coolers? They just wanted they gave them Oh no 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 no. They kept them rolling yeah. in the back of the yeah. car and, and just gave, gave me the bag. Drink. No no no, just no, gave no. me the empty bag. They, got, they did. Okay. Brian got drunk some, off some of other uh, something all the else. Yes. Okay. Thank I'm you sorry. For clarifying. I should have said Brian would have been the one with the hose. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, what was dad doing yeah. during this car. while he's throwing up behind dad driving? I can't imagine continuing the drive home. I mean just I mean I'm sure he was Okay, Whitney, here's what I'm going to say about this next call in from (laughs) the Williamson siblings, Mom Mary, you know, oh, yeah, if my kids ever, ever did something like this. They would be in so much more trouble than these two got in. I would I would literally lose my shit. So this mama, I can say, is a true angel. Truly, Mama Mary is. Hi, this is Mary. I'm calling to tell you a story about my two children. In retrospect, when I think back about them, they were such good friends and they hardly ever gave us any trouble until they were in high school. They both had the same friends in high school. They were two years apart. And our house seemed to be party central when we were out of town. I'm thinking of this one particular day we returned back. We were overnight or away for the weekend. And they were probably sophomores and seniors. And we had a brand new kitchen table. We came in. House is so clean. Just can't believe it. And we sit down in the table and we notice it is just filled with dents. Now the day was brand new and there are dents, little tiny dents all over the table. Of course, we call up Jonathan and Amanda and we said, did you throw a party? No party, no party. Nope. We were out all weekend. Everything's great. No party. And we said, brand new table. We didn't leave it like this. You must've bought it like that. And you didn't notice it on and on. The two of them stuck to their stories. The next day, our neighbor rings our doorbell. He's coming to complain about the big rager that was held at our house over the weekend. So we weren't thrilled with this uh, neighbor and how he would tattle on our kids often to another neighbor. And the other neighbor would say, you know, oh, the bill's complaining about John and Amanda having parties at your house again every time you two leave. So we call him down. Tell him Bill was there. We finally get to admit there was a party. And the parties are usually in our basement. But why are they up on our new kitchen table? Comes to be, they did fess up. They were playing quarters up there. And the dents are all quarter marks all over the table. We can, Dave and I kind of laughed it off because we didn't like the neighbor tattling on them. So, of course, they got off scot-free. But so many stories. But thank you for having us think back and remember that time. And uh, we went with our kids instead of the neighbor. That is just too funny. But I think that for Mama Mary, the quarters on the table was just the beginning of the unfathomable (laughs) incidents that would happen to her house. From her kids, her little teenage idiot son and daughter, 
Jonathan and Amanda from episode 24. And we didn't even put in the most horrifying story of all that they shared in a call-in. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to go to National Siblings Day episode back in May. Listener discretion advised. <laughs> I think there's no better way to truncate our childhood than it requires a warning at the beginning of every podcast <laughs> when we're talking about it. Like that feels like a plaque, like some kind of achievement. <laughs> That's amazing. So you at the party house is what I'm feeling. 100%. Like it was the movie Can't Hardly Wait to a T multiple times a year. Mom and dad never home. So we threw this one party once. People were playing quarters on a kitchen table. When the light like hit the table, it was just covered in quarter marks. Oh my. And did y'all like dense? Little dense? I don't think I saw it before. Did you, Jonathan? Yeah. So I mean... There's that initial walk around the house, right, right? to kind of assess the state of things. And I remember looking at that table and just thinking, oh, I don't know if there's any coming back from this one. This is going to be a bridge too far. And your mind's spinning like, what can we tell her happened? So I remember calling up the like the hardware store being like, hey, do you have anything that can get marks out of a table? Thinking like, oh, yeah, there's definitely a fix for this, right? right? Like. They're going to notice, so we just have to go to Audible to getting it fixed. And they said, oh, well, we can sand it down. And I thought, that's not an option. Is there something that's going to be a slightly uh, lighter lift than that? And they said, well, we have these pencils. And they're like, basically Crayola pencils. I don't know who you think they're fooling, but they they suggest just coloring on the table as if that would do it. And we tried it and it was horrible oh, and it made no. it worse. And oh, if, there, if, there, if there was any hope we were getting away with it before then, it was erased when there's like brown smudge drawing extra attention to each oh, uh, crevice in the table. So that was not our finest moment. Yeah. And mom would like, mom was so funny because they, they were gone for most of our parties, but I'm now remembering another one. It was around Christmas time. And Jonathan, you were in college and we were home for the holidays or you were home for the holidays and um, we had had some people over. It wasn't like a huge rager, but people got pretty drunk. And mom had had like, my mom at their house in Virginia would do like two Christmas trees. Like we'd mm-hmm. walk into the foyer, there'd be like right. a beautiful, the like unified one. Right, right. You know where I'm going with yeah. this story, don't you, Jonathan? Yeah, it's a great one. And yeah. then mom came down, <laughs> we were all there and they had like gone to bed. They were fine with us having a few people over. So mom comes down the stairs to like get a drink of water in the kitchen and she sees one of Jonathan's friends who we, you had been friends with him since like, you know, middle school or whatever. And my parents knew his parents and he's so drunk. He's standing in front of our Christmas tree, literally peeing in our Christmas tree. No, And my mother, I'm not going to say his name. My mother says, she was like, you get in the car right now. And she literally drove him to his house, like made him get in her car, (laughs) drove him to his house, dropped him off in his, at his house in his lawn and drove back and was so mad oh my i would like oh my god i I would literally peeing in our christmas tree well i definitely wouldn't want that kid coming over to my house no same party someone threw up on a snoopy phone we had like this (laughs) nice uh i I have to stop you you're like we had this nice snoopy phone what's a snoopy phone it was it was like a peanuts uh collectible um yeah like was it the family landline or yeah 
Oh. oh yeah, but it was like Snoopy was like holding the phone and you would like pick the actual receiver <laughs> up off Snoopy's hand. Was it mounted to the wall? No, it was like a it was like okay. a statue. Okay. N- nice may have been a stretch. I should have said kitschy Snoopy phone, but okay. I just remember the a irony nice of like Snoopy phone. Someone throwing up on Snoopy and thinking like, ooh, oh that's a metaphor for something far greater. Okay. People have shit in your house. Yeah. They've pissed in your your Christmas tree. They've thrown up on your telephone. Like, I would move. Like, I just don't know how your mom put up with it. Well, God bless Mama Mary. I mean, this woman has put up with so much. An angel. Not many of our teenage idiots on this episode got away with the party shenanigans. But my bestie, Angela, called in to the hotline with a story from our high school days where we we were doing some little idiot shit. Yeah. Hey, Witten Court, this is Angela. I have known you two for longer than I can even remember. Um, and Whitney and I have been wrecking havoc all over, wow, Texas, California, Arizona for, for years. Um, but I'm calling today because just like you two, I have sisters and we have found ways to get in plenty of trouble um, over the years. Uh, Today, I was thinking about a particular story that happens to involve Whitney because yes, Whitney was involved in a lot of uh, troublemaking schemes between um, my sisters and I over the years. And even though we grew up together, Whitney and I lived in different cities and high school and beyond, but we found ways to visit each other. And this one time she came to visit me, I believe it was our senior year of high school. And my good friend, her parents were out of town. So of course, you know what that means, house party. Well, um, it was off to a pretty good start. We had the jello shots. We had lots of people coming. Um, No neighbors were, you know, trying to shut our party down or anything yet. And we thought we had pulled off the perfect house party. Well, I start getting some phone calls and honestly, I don't even know, I don't think I had a cell phone at the time, but maybe my, my friend did. And so we started getting phone calls from my sister and she happened to be dating a Travis County deputy sheriff at the time. Well, they got some phone calls that there was a party going on and they were heading over to our friend's house to break up the party. So she's calling me, telling me, you gotta leave, you gotta leave, the cops are coming, the cops are coming. We're like, oh my gosh, we gotta get out of here. So it's always good to have a sister on your side, Um, whether you're the one causing trouble or she is, it's really awesome to have that, you know, someone looking out for you. Um, Well, needless to say, the party got broken up, but Whitney and I, well, we did not get in trouble. We were able to get back home, Well, I won't say nobody was the wiser because our parents found out about it, but we didn't end up getting arrested for underage drinking. So success and thanks to my sister for dating the Travis County Deputy Sheriff. Love you, Wit. Love you, Court. Okay, so I have a comment about this. Okay. Angela mentions that we didn't get in trouble that night. And that Mm. part is true. But the next morning, Marianne, her mother, walks outside and sees vomit all over her azaleas <laughs> <laughs> and if you're if you're not from texas azaleas are uh, a big deal you don't want to find vomit on your azaleas they've got a very short uh lifespan yeah so what had <laughs> happened is we came home after raging 
and I puked all over her flowers. Oh no. And was like hammered and went to bed and didn't think twice about it and <laughs> until the next day Marianne comes busting into the house and is like who puked all over my azaleas? <laughs> <laughs> Texans take their azaleas very seriously. I mean, I don't blame her. It was disgusting. That is disgusting. It was funny. Did you cut? Did you fess up? I'm sure I did. I mean, at that point, we were going into college. It was like that summer. So I was yeah. just like, sorry, Marianne. You weren't at risk of getting grounded. No. And Marianne was like basically my second mom. You were just an idiot. Exactly. Yeah. Gosh, you would really hope that with each new generation of teens that Mm -hmm. they wouldn't do the stupid shit that we did, (laughs) that they would have evolved as a species. But hmm. who are you kidding, Courtney? I mean, teenagers are always going to be little idiots. And our cousin Katie on episode 29 had to come in and pretty much fill in all the gaps that our younger cousin, Sam, couldn't remember from a drunken teenage night out at a party. Yeah, only a few years ago. I know. They're so young. Basically, because of me, we had no rules. Like our rules were don't lie and do whatever you want. And so with that, I will let Sam tell his stories. Okay. One, I think it was a sophomore year in high school. We were at a party up in Plano. I had just discovered vodka and Sprite. It was my favorite drink. (laughs) I haven't touched vodka and Sprite in probably five or six years because of this night, I think. I had so much vodka and Sprite. I don't remember a lot until I (laughs) am in the Uber on my way home. And we're going up the tollway. We live, like we said, Preston Royal. So Plano's a little far. I have to take the tollway. Mm-hmm. I am in the Uber with two other people oh, screaming no. at this Uber driver to slow down on the tollway <laughs> because <laughs> I am dizzy. The whole world is, is spinning oh, a million no. miles an hour. poor Uber driver. Oh, He's like, I'm I, going 55. I feel so bad for this man. <laughs> we were, no. I think we got down to about 20 miles an hour on the tollway. We were going <laughs> slow. I was telling this man to slow it down. <laughs> Roll down the window, eventually end up throwing out of the window. This of course. Get the I, nice, like, I'm going to pause and say you actually missed out the window because I, mom later got a $200 say, cleaning a, yeah, fee $200 for the Uber. Fee. <laughs> no. It might have been on the side. I, I tried. <laughs> sure I tried my best. Okay. I tried. We get home. I This is a part I don't remember, but apparently I walked into my house trying to be sneaky and my mom found me because I was probably being drunk and loud trying to get to my room. I was only in my underwear, <laughs> only in my underwear. All my clothes have been gone. I'm just like, I wake up that morning. Like she's telling me all this, like pissed at me. Like, Sam, what the hell? Like we're going to church. She woke me up at like 7 a.m. Oh, I'm they hung love to do over. that when you're hung to make over. Hung over. Oh. And she's like, we're going to church. It's Sunday. Yeah. You messed up. We're going to church. Uh, get, get your clothes on. I'm like, that's your sins. You little like, heathen. How did I show up in my underwear? What happened? I remember wearing clothes in the Uber. <laughs> I remember, you definitely left the party with your clothes on. I sure left the party that? with my clothes on. I was in the Uber with my clothes on. Oh my gosh. So I get my clothes on for church. I'm not feeling good. Get in the car. Dad's driving. Mom's in shotgun. I'm in the back. We're pulling out the driveway up our street, going to going to church. 
My clothes, my <laughs> shoes, my socks are just in our front yard right by my car. My dad does not see it. My mom sees it. I see it. We make eye contact. Oh and she's just, God. she has this iconic <laughs> eyebrow that when she's mad, she can only do when she's mad. She oh just God. gives me that eyebrow. She's like, that's where your damn clothes are. <laughs> okay, so I want to oh fill God. in a little oh bit God. more. I'm just dying right now. A little bit more I of this story wanna... that you probably don't remember. Definitely not. You came home. You threw up on mom. What? No. Yeah. Okay, man. She takes you upstairs to your bed. She puts in your you underwear. In, there, in your you underwear. She she puts some Advil next to your bed for you for the morning because she knew she was going to make you go to church. Yeah, that didn't help. And you looked at her and you just said, Mom, I love you. <laughs> and she said, I love you too, Sam. <laughs> and then she went downstairs and she said, that is the most love you have ever given her. <laughs> hey, drunk words or sober thoughts, right? Yeah. <laughs> she called me the next day. I was in college Sam and she said, said he loved me. she told me this whole story and she said, but the best part is that Sam said that he loves me. <laughs> we gotta get him drunk more often. <laughs> See, that's oh advice God. for everyone. If you ever fuck up, just say you love someone. Right. That it is. Yeah, yeah um, kind of true. Sam. Wait, okay. I mean, I have so many questions. I mean, how, how did the like throw up on Janty go? I actually know a lot more details about this right, story that Sam might not remember. Sober, yeah. And she called you the next day and spilled the beans. All of, obviously all of it. I don't think that it was catastrophically that you threw up on her, but I think that you uh, a little baby burp. did a little baby throw <laughs> up on spit her. Up. <laughs> and, uh-huh. She just put a little burp cloth yeah, on her, burp, yeah, on her shoulder. Uh-huh. That yeah. is a teenage idiot story. <laughs> that is one for the books. I'm it not going to lie. Well, this has been fun. It's been funny. It has. It's been fun and funny. And it also made me feel a little bit better about myself that I wasn't as big of a teenage idiot as some of these other little idiots have been. I don't know, Whitney. I mean, (laughs) I think there's a lot of stories we haven't told about ourselves. Oh, that's true. Well, if anybody feels the need to share with us a funny story relating to your teenage idiotness, or if you have any ideas about other compilations you'd want to hear, please give a call in to our hotline at 866-443-9747. Well, I'd say love you, love your show, but I think I got to say ciao, Bella, right? Ciao, Bella. But say it anyway. Yeah, I mean, come on. All right. I love you. I love your show from afar. You too, babe. Love ya. Have some pasta for me. Mm, I will. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com.